Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, welcome to Redman Radio. Uh, it's us, it's me, Paul Machen, and that's Chris Paycheck over there. I'm a uh, little disappointed that this is our 86th and not 96th, because, you know, the 96th minute just after the derby would have yeah. been perfect. Well, it? yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, I'll have to just talk loads about the derby. It'll be fine, as long as we get to talk about Divock Origi for a good 15 to 20 minutes, I'll be sound. Yeah, absolutely. Um, funny you should mention the Mercedes derby, Chris, because, you know, there is a... There was a common thread running through a, a number of the questions and topics and what have you this week, both this and in the Q&A to follow as well. Um, we're going to be talking about, obviously, the derby. We're going to be talking about Burnley as well, and then we'll see how we get on. We might we might touch upon Bournemouth ahead of the weekend as well. But kickoff question this week comes from Pietro Marano. It says, and I'm not sure what sparked this question particularly, Chris, but um, he asks, should managers be punished for celebrating goals? I personally don't think so. They've worked towards that goal as much as players do. Um, listen, I loved seeing that video of Jürgen Klopp bombing onto the pitch. I loved seeing it the 776 times that I've actually seen it. <laughs> I've seen it from every angle possible. It's tremendous. I love I- it with Carragher's commentary. Look at Jürgen Klopp. That's all he's saying. Look at Jürgen Klopp. <laughs> he's great. Um, I, I, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. We said we said on the on the, the final word show and what have you to, to to that game. I didn't see it at the time. I was too lost in trying to not <laughs> get barreled down twelve rows of the cop. Um, and I was looking predominantly at the players celebrating in front, which was just amazing. Um, all that being said, look, Klopp, and we'll, we'll, you know, it le- it'll lead us into our news in brief, of course. But you know, Klopp has been charged with misconduct for this. Mm-hmm. Fair play, like fine. You know, I, I've got no problem with him being charged with misconduct for that because he has broken the rules by entering the field by entering the field of play, whether the ball's in play or not. Um, so, I, just to answer the question, I don't think managers should be punished for celebrating goals. No. If it's in the technical area, yeah. you do what you well, want. Like, get like, up if you want and give it the absolute Yeah, the give it to fifties. Like, give it the absolute. Just stay in your technical area. Yeah. And look, I love that. That's one of the greatest things that I've seen. I didn't actually see it live as yeah. well. So, to see it after the game, it added something to yeah. it for me. I enjoyed being able to watch it back because I was like, yeah, I was in a melee, didn't see Jürgen Klopp running in, in. But to be able to come out and get some extra enjoyment, like, I needed any. Extra, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a little cherry on top for me. Yeah. But you look at it and you think, yeah, that's mad. And I, listen, I saw that Pep Guardiola did it last season. We did the Southampton game. Sounds, you know what? He didn't get charged. He didn't get charged. It's not a fix. It, let's it's not just be one of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no need to be bitter about it. There, there literally isn't. Let's stop being fucking grasses. Like yeah, you exactly. mean, those people dragging Guardiola videos up. 
scaring the bin, who gives a fuck? No one. Who gives a fuck? And like, I get it, like, you know, and, and this is what social media exists for, and I think there's a, there's a tit-for-tat culture. Fine, you know, it's like the people who found the video of the Man City bus, Man City fans smashing up a, a, a bus themselves. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the irony, but the Guardiola thing's not relevant to that. There's, you know, and I, 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 I get that there's, there's I love the, the new banter that, culture exists between Liverpool and Man City. Yeah, fans, I, I so love like, the fact that our manager can't control himself sometimes. Yeah. That that in and of itself. If he'd done it on purpose, then yeah, fair enough. Like, and if he's done it regularly, fair enough. I think maybe a warning probably would have been fine for yeah. this because it's not something that he's done all the time. Although that's it for tackle culture has actually brought up him doing it for Minds. Did you see the tweet Minds put yeah, out when he when he literally stacked it trying yeah. to run around to join the celebrations? That's fine if he wanted to do that. Stay off the field, the place sound. I'm just happy that our manager doesn't really give a shit and gets lost in the moment yeah. because for all the tactical acumen that he's got, he's an emotional football fan yeah. and manager and yeah. that is what I love about Jürgen Klopp. Yeah, that's it. Like, and there's a lot of managers have weighed in on it and, and what have you and I've, I've talked about the past. I think the fact, from what I can see and obviously we, there, is a, there is a bubble effect here that by and large I don't think people are that arsed. I think people who are arsed, the people who are arsed are Minge bags, yeah, basically, you know, and the people who are looking for something to complain about, and I, we said this in, in quite in, in quite long form on, on again on the final word show on, on the website. But if if Sky choose to do what they're meant to do, and that's focus on the players celebrating, and and then that video comes out, just at, you know, one camera's got it or someone's got it from the stands, then that becomes an amazing thing. But it was such an integral part of the coverage. It was the coverage. There was a 10-second period of the official coverage of that game, and it's nothing but Jürgen Klopper on the pitch. And that's why, ultimately, I, I, I mean, I don't know, because, again, who gives a shit? But, like, the Guardiola thing, I, I, don't, I don't know that that was... You know what I mean? Was that was that fo- as focused on at the time? Except I don't remember. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Jürgen Klopp there is 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 created the greatest one man pitch invasion you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, like pitch invasions are cool, like in pre season stuff, and they're cool if you win something and all that. Like, but one fella running onto the pitch never really bothers me. Yeah. Until Sunday, and then it was like a one-man pitch invasion. It works. It get was, in. There was so much going on around there, and you know that we I referenced it. I can't remember where the other week that that painting that was commissioned, and it was like it had like Henson, all the great Liverpool players in the changing rooms, uh, uh, and what have you. I wanted, I want a painting commissioned of Liverpool's bench. Because there's so much happening there. Oh, Shakiri in the coat. Do you remember those um, old WWF figures? And they had like one move they could do. Yeah, so there was, was one with the arms. Sort of like Hulk Hogan had one of his arms went up here, and he had a power slam thing. Shakiri did that with a coat, and it looked magic. like a monumental effort to get it up. It was, it was magic little, to get it over the chair in front. Was like it was like him doing the high jump. It was a bit like ants, you know. What I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, you know, like watching that. Or, or, if it had or, a set of keys in like, the pocket, like, I can understand why it looked so difficult. <laughs> uh, that was. That was mental, wasn't and it? And you've got Linda's screaming for it, and just people hugging I mean, and the, kissing. The, the, oh. After Klopp comes back onto the sidelines, you know you see the Jurgen Klopp hug with Pep Linders, but it's no normal Jurgen Klopp hug, is it? It's a mid-air Jurgen Klopp club. Has anybody else ever had a mid-air Jurgen Klopp hug before? Because he goes straight to Ackerberg. Ah, yeah, true. 
right before. He goes straight, <laughs> he goes really sh- moments and much more famously earlier. Like. He goes straight to Achterberg afterwards. Does he give him an off the floor Jagenlop club? No, he just gets a normal hug. Yeah. Poor John Achterberg. So, to be fair, John's knees probably don't allow him to jump no, in the air. No, of course not. If no. it's anything like, not, you know, well, judged again, by how he runs well, onto a field to it, train. In a wrestling sense, you know, you've got to help people with the moves, haven't you? Like an Allison's up. Allison's out late clop, to be fair. Um, the, the Linda's thing, you know, it almost goes full time of your life yeah. lift. Dirty dancing lift seen, on Linda's. Have you seen ah. the clop one with the Baywatch theme music yeah, as amazing. he runs over? Genuinely incredible. The American Beauty one? Yeah, incredible. Class. Absolutely incredible. Class. Absolutely incredible. We were talking about this. I've had no look. This is the good side of social media, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's, it is you know, it's, it's not banter, it's just hilarious. Yeah, I'll tell you what, let's, while we're in it, we'll, do, we'll, come to, we'll switch it around. Let's, we'll come to news and brief in a minute. Let's, let's continue with the evidence. We were, I was just saying in the office then, the the how balmy it is that that goal that freak goal and what it does in terms of everything absolutely everything after it because so many you know you don't have Klopp running on the pitch so you don't have millions and millions and millions of views that get seen of that clip so you know soccer, the soccer AM clips I think it's had 4 million views or something now Sky Sports official LFC TV have put their own video out of it that's had hundreds of thousands probably millions at this point and again the stuff that we do no one gives a fuck about a nil nil draw Ever doesn't matter what doesn't matter who you're playing. No one gives a fuck about it. The spirit of positivity that's come out of the Liverpool fan base that would have just been a bit flat off off the back of it. That goal has just created. It's it's just a it's just a massive storm of yeah. It's a bit of a shit storm from again other other fans and, and minge bags doing a little uh, doing a little bit. But it, it, we shouldn't be too asked about them. What it's done for our fans is it's just given us a massive shot in the arm and. There's still people out there who are going to make a debate about how Liverpool played and, and needing that win and the fact that we haven't yet really been at it so far this season. And that So if you really want to delve into it, Chris, the analysis is there and you can say Liverpool do need to get a bit better on the pitch and better at winning games in 90 minutes, saying it from a team that's undefeated in the league so far this season. Um but right now, you're supposed to revel in this. You're supposed to marvel in it, and you know you're supposed to hold that goal up like a like a the fucking Simba at the start of the Lion King, and be like, look, look at what Divock has done. Look upon it, marvel upon it. This is what being a football fan is all about. And and that's it, isn't it? I mean, people. People want to celebrate when you've won trophies, but it's these type of moments that allow the the pessimist to be able to enjoy the journey at the same time, isn't it? We talk about it a lot, enjoying the journey and stuff. And if you can't, like, I mean, that is that is the best derby win that I can remember, bar none. You know what I mean? Because it was so late, because because of everything around it, because they celebrated the nil nil draw by throwing a flare onto the pitch. Clip of that, yeah, from ninety from, minutes. Yeah. It's, it, it goes over his head. The, lad, the lads vlogging. He's, he's, he couldn't be holding the phone any lower, by the way. I'm wondering whether he had his GoPro attached to his cock. Um, and it's Something shooting up. Is, yeah, well, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, easy. He's shooting up, and yeah, you just see the, the flare go over his head, and then... It's magical. The goal goes It's, it's magical. Oh. I mean, it just... It's... it's it's up there with the West Ham one when they when they were still celebrating and it goes in the bubbles yeah. and all that type of stuff. I mean that that is that is fantastic, yeah. fantastic TV, isn't yeah. it? But I, I look at it and I think to myself, I watched the game back um, last night when I was planning the stats and tactics show, Paul, and as as good as Everton were, they didn't deserve to, they didn't deserve a draw. 
They didn't okay. they didn't deserve a draw in that game of football. Okay. If everybody put the big chances away, we'd have won that five two. Really? Yeah. Okay. We cool. missed five big chances, they missed two big chances. Now they had good chances and we had good chances, but we had the better of them. Yeah. Now Maybe it was in part for everyone feeling uh, uh, just a smidgen sorry for Everton on it. But yeah. they've been overstated how good they were. Okay. They were good. Don't get me wrong. Liverpool were better and, and deserved to win the game of football. And I think maybe, it's, maybe let's just say, surprise, the surprising nature of how good they were. Not surprising if you've paid attention to them this season. But Everton were dog shit last year. Yeah. Everton had some Allardyce in charge for those two Anfield derbies. The draw... And then we go and win. Obviously, win late in the FA Cup as well. Uh, they were close because we couldn't break them down, and we didn't cause we didn't cause them enough problems. And ultimately, close because of a dodgy dive by uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin for a, for a penalty. We um, they they went at us and they gave us they gave us a game. So they were they were a good side. You know, if if Leicester had played like that at Anfield, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, and so and I'd be giving them credit for creating for creating chances. Everton does it are where they deserve to be in the league. If they go higher than that, hey, absolutely amazing. I'm not saying that's that's not outside. If the they had a striker, they might do. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, and and Richarlison was moved somewhere else. Yeah. Like that's probably. I think Ped said that I was on the radio with him on Sunday afternoon, Radio Five Live with him, and it, you know, very insightful from Ped. He said, he said, where are you going to finish? And he said, I think we'll finish sixth. I think we can, we could finish fifth. I think we would finish fifth if we had strikers, but the difference is Arsenal have got Aubameyang and Lacazette, yeah. and they've got Richarlison and Tosin. And that's the difference right I, now, because the both sides are good. I said to them last week, if you, if you could take Lukaku back, you'd be, you'd be flying, because that's the difference. And also take him back two years. Well, yeah, take him back, and, you know, make, but make him jog back, just to, just to see if that helps on the way. Um, A few times, back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, yeah, he's... he's, he's, he's He's porky these days, isn't he? But the, I, but yeah, no, dead right. The, the goal scoring thing is always that what limits football teams, and that's why maybe if Chelsea fall short again this season, they'll go big in the summer. I think they'll go like because they did they did it in 13, 14, where they had a just a, a who's who of not quite good enough centre forwards in like Torres and and Sam Eto and they can and afford Denver to spend Bar, the money and find the guy. Whereas if Liverpool make a mistake like that or Everton make a mistake like that, you you kind of it's not as easy to cut your losses on a on a player oh, that's so big. Over, it's easy it's easy to just go and buy the right player when you've got money to spend, yeah, isn't it? Like right. um, and you know and and Everton had that with had that with Lukaku and unfortunately they just weren't able to put the full package around. If you know if they had if they could rewind if, somehow, even though it's not possible. If you could take peak their peak their Lukaku and put it in that side, they'd be bang up there. They they would be, they would be just fourth. Why not more? Because they've got a good goalkeeper. You know, heroics, Liverpoolian heroics, notwithstanding. Um, they've got three, I think, three good centre halves, and you know, Phil Jagiel could be in there. It's not a bad, not a bad thing to have him still around the club. They've got one of the best right backs in the league. Like Lucas Dean is a fantastic left back, and they've still got Leighton Baines there as well. They've got a glut of more than capable centre midfielders. They've got they've got pace out wide. They've got young youth out wide. And importantly, well. Paul, they've got time. Mm. You know, Marco Silva's got time yeah. to develop this squad, so they're in a good position. It just happens that it's miles behind us. The, and what I like is how me, this 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 bullishness from them that we're gonna, they're going to smash us in March now because they gave us a reasonable game. Well, the. The mayor of Liverpool said that that's half time. Is the, do we know that? Is it, was Joe Anderson hacked or something? Nah, that? because 
you know, if you were hacking him, you'd probably attempt to spell words right. You know, I counted at least three tweets there where he's misspelled words. Well, that's why I mean, that's why I thought this can't possibly. The mayor of Liverpool can't possibly be trying to. Well, you think he Liverpool probably doesn't write up. his own letters normally, does he? So he's got someone to correct these typos for him. When it's his actual Twitter feed, it's him doing it. He's not got a social media guy. Just for context, because there'll be people obviously who aren't really aware of who Joe Anderson is, but he is the mayor of Liverpool, um, and he is an Evertonian, and, and, uh, and and he's massive, and he's a big fat fellow with a baldy head. Um, uh, Him and uh, Bisto Tits Allardyce got on really well, and he's the original, gets, you know, chippy the, the, tits. The original chippy tits. Um, yeah, and he just released a stream of abusive tweets about Liverpool and Liverpool fans. So, uh, again, I don't know how... And I'm amazed. Not Did you see the stuff about Norwegian Liverpool fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. They didn't see the... Because they lit up the um, the Liver birds blue for a few hours. The Liver building blue for a few hours. it's owned by... Um, Machiri, yeah. So they did that. Like I think it was the Saturday before the derby or something. It was great. They had a, they had a few hours in the sun, didn't they? Really, mm. and then we put them back in the place on Sunday. And and you know the city is red for want of a, a yeah. terrible, terrible well, crazy, phrase. Crazy, crazy, stuff. But he was talking about like oh, they'll have only seen it on the way back to JLA. Like, I am not being funny, Mayor of Liverpool, right? But they like fans of Liverpool from all around the world bring in a ridiculous ridiculous amount of money into our city don't be pissing them off because you're not very good at your job anyway buds you can't type and now you're turning money away you're an absolute prick liverpool city council is financially on its absolute ass the city of liverpool is fucked there's been money getting cut from left right and center from things like culture and sports all these things that are actually at the absolute heart of what makes Liverpool Liverpool, you know, like that 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 creative heart of Liverpool has had fuck all from from a, from a governmental perspective. People coming, tourism, people coming to the city, and yeah, and he's taking the piss. And also the idea that you can see that side of the live, you can see the live buildings from on your way to the airport is a. A baffling claim to be to be paid for. Taxi, well, maybe taxi drivers just dab him off. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's just driving around in a circle because he doesn't know the city. Well, very he can't well. spell, so it wouldn't surprise me if he had no sense of direction as well. The absolute knows where the fucking chip he is, though, doesn't end, he? Doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Smothers himself in lard. He's got his starts f- tweeting absolutely shy. Oh, this is like the episode from The Simpsons. Where Homer does Homer starts like farming lard out of the school or something like that? Does he? That sounds like an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that is based on our old mayor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. All good. But anyway, yeah. Look, Everton are fine, and and I what I like even more about this case is this primes the Goodison Derby so wonderfully because it's at Barry Toffee TV. Can't wait. Can't wait. Literally cannot wait to have yous in March. I didn't know when the next derby was. By the way, they've all got home and gone right. We're winning the next one. When is it? First thing they've all done is gone. Right, we've lost that, but when's the next chance? Great. When's the next chance for us to fucking batty us again? Like, you know what I mean? Because, and look, they, they'll, they'll give us a good game because they're a good team and they'll be well, they'll be loads better. And, you know, hopefully Liverpool... We'll be champions elect by then, hopefully. Hopefully, we're in the midst of, a, of a, a, you know, a good knockout run in the Champions League, which might have an impact because... If they think we're going to play at Goodison like we did last season, which might be another contributing factor, when we played Ragnar Klavan at left back, Danny Ings up front. Um, yeah, I I like the notion that they're going to go into that game thinking this is it, we're ready, we're ready to go. This is our time, this is our destiny, and we just do what we've been doing to them for yonks and just beat them. 
great. Yeah, it's gonna thank be, you. It's going to be amazing. And Can we just do a big thank you to Jordan Pickford. Oh, he, thank huge. you so much, Jordan Pickford. You absolutely. Do Everton fans have advent calendars for the derby? Like they, they, they open up something up every morning and count the days off to the next fucking, one. Like, you know, you can get like, those craft ale uh, advent calendars. They just got like a fucking. A, a box of bitter special brew yeah just got 24 cans of bitter and they just open one every day and drink away their misery um, I can only presume I can only presume so like uh, that'll explain Ped mm, no it wouldn't um, <laughs> right let's get into the news in brief then um, as you mentioned Jürgen Klopp charged with a uh, misconduct by the FA after running on the pitch um, he's got until Thursday to respond to that Liverpool Echo did a little bit what do you think know? he's going to say no I, yeah, did, I didn't run onto the pitch. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Saul Bamba saying they didn't take a shirt off in celebration. Maybe that's it? why we've got the coach that looks like him. Mm. Maybe he's gonna he's be the he's gonna be the foreman. Let his hair grow out a bit too yeah. much, isn't he? And he's also two foot too small. But yeah, put him on some stilts and send him in. But can you prove it was me? Um, <laughs> yeah, literally 14, <laughs> fourteen cameras. <laughs> Seen by 200 million people around the world. Um, yes, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes. You wouldn't be able to find the jury, though, would you? Because everyone's seen it. That's a good point. He accepted the fine, by the way. It was eight grand. Oh really? Oh wow! The FA should give that to a Sean Cox fund or something like the Fan Sport and Food Banks oh, or something yeah. if they were any good. Go mm. cool, eight grand, fine. Made up with that if that's if that's the case. No ban. No, he was never likely to get a ban for that, was he? So. <laughs> Um, Liverpool have drawn Wolves away in the FA Cup <sighs> yeah exactly that <laughs> exactly that noise uh, it could have got a, it could have been a lot easier to be honest yes. yeah, it could yes. have been. Let's, wouldn't it be wonderful if we just got like you know what like teams get and we have it in the past Rotherham Rotherham and we had Mansfield years ago I remember that and Suarez you know Suarez had to Handball to, to, to get us through. Great, broke the heart of the the rather wonderful looking um, chairman. Um, yeah, Wolves away. Not what I'm looking for in the FA Cup, Chris. If I'm perfectly honest, Wolves at home slightly more preferable. Obviously, we'll get a bit of a measure of them in a, in a couple of weeks' time. That's the thing. They're still an unknown football. an unknown quantity to me at the moment. You know, I've not I've not watched the 90 minute game of them. Other than maybe the City one, I think I watched actually mm-hmm. uh, when they drew with City. Other than that, I've not watched. I've only seen match of the day highlights. So. It's uh, it's it's a game that fills me a little bit with trepidation. Yeah. Uh, it's also at a time of the year when it can work both ways for you, can't it? You you you. What's the dates on the third round of the cup again? It's like the th- it's the first weekend in January. I think it's like the third, fourth, or something like so that. So that's that that's it's difficult because right now, Which obviously, is coming off the back of the Man City game at that point well, as well. Like. And more importantly, about our fucking seventeen games in about six days. The fifth, sixth. So yeah, we play Man. We play Man City on the th- at the minute. We play Man City on the Thursday, the third, and then Wolves on the Saturday, the fifth. So the difficulty for me with this is you're in, you're at the end of a very long run now. Ordinarily, and we've spoken about this a few times. Those sides with smaller squads are in the same boat as you for once, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Because you know it it, all, it is all uh, league games. So. In, a, in one way, it'll be a good time to play Wolves because their squad will be stretched really, really thin. Yeah. But also, if we're fighting for the title, you might want to heavily rotate in that game. Yeah. And the Premier League, if you're still two points behind Man City or you're there or thereabouts with them, that has got to take precedence over a third round of a cup. Now, maybe a little bit different if it's a semi-final of a cup competition, mm. but at the third round stage, a lot of things can happen and... and Hopefully, we'll be looking forward to Champions League football as well the next month. Yeah. So you're looking at it when that. I 
I hate saying this, but right now I don't give a shit about the FA Cup. No, I've I, got one listen, thing on my mind, and that's it. Listen, I'm tell, I'll say this right now because I would, and I, we get asked the question about it on the Q. We will be getting asked the question about it on the Q and A later, but you know we'll do more on on it in, in, in isolation. But look at the here's, here's, so here's the here's where the fixtures are. So uh, weekend of Saturday the fifth of January, so two days after two days after Man City. Pardon me. The fourth round is the weekend of the twenty sixth of January, which is. Sorry, I'm going to get the calendar up while I do this. Um, which is a, a, an isolated week, which is quite good because that's, a, that's a, a specific FA Cup week. So we play the week before against Crystal Palace and then we play two games the week after. We play Wednesday against Leicester and, and blah, blah, blah. So that's not too bad. Um, is that coming up to the winter break? I, I see. I, I don't fully, I, honestly, I don't fully understand how that fits in this way because the fifth round is the weekend of the sixteenth of February. So that's you then got a bit of a break until the next round, and that's got it. That's another weekend, a weekend complete isolation for that game put aside. For the, but the Champions League comes back at some point around then as well. Here's here's my thinking. Honestly, it will depend where we are. So if we if we are neck and neck, and we beat Man City. And we go top of the league, or yeah. level, or a point behind, whatever. But even just from the sake of where we are right now, if we if we if it stays like it is, so we go to the Etihad and we win that game, and we go and we go ahead of them in the league. The FA Cup can get fucked, as far as I'm concerned. I would be putting, I I I I would I'd be putting the under eighteen even out, without out. Champions League, just just out of interest. <laughs> if you gave me the choice right now. That, I, that we could stay within two points of Man City going into like the final, even just going into the final game of the season, but I, I, it came at the cost of all cup competitions this season. Yeah, the Champions League, I would fuck the Champions League off, and I would fuck the, I would fuck the FA Cup off without, without a doubt. And that is maybe, maybe I could be accused of entitlement, or maybe I could be accused of whatever, or maybe you know, I, I, I'd, I, incu- I'd, I'd accuse you of having a burning desire for the Premier League trophy, and that is it. Absolutely, because that's all, that's all it is right now. Because I've just looked at us, look at who, who we are and where we are right now, and I look at these fixtures and they're coming thick and fast. I just, I think the Champions League is the thing that's going to hinder us, and that's why I want us to stay in it because I love the Champions League. I do. I love those. I mean, don't get me wrong. The European ways have been horrendous this season so far, but I, you know, it's it's part of the DNA of, of what we do. But if we're changing that DNA, which as it looks in terms of our style of play this season, that we're not gonna we're not gonna be that side in Europe this season, provided we're still the side that gets that's winning games in the Premier League. And no, I just don't think we're good enough to focus on to have to compete because. If we were if we're good enough to run, to win the league and win the Champions League double, then Man City would have done it last season, hmm. or they'd have done it, and any one of the number of seasons. More English clubs would have done it with more money and deeper squads than we've got. I just think we are. I, and I, this FA Cup is in ter, it, look, it's third on the list of priorities of Liverpool's competitions, as far as I'm concerned. And Wolves is a good excuse. Having a Premier League side away from home is a good excuse to put out a second string team and go out. Mm. And I will never actively but condone the, Liverpool losing games of football. So if we win, we win, and we'll deal with it. But I won't be fucking crying no. at Liverpool getting knocked right off. Right now, and that's the thing. You know, it, it might all change in two months' time, or yeah. a month and a half's time when the game, or a month's time when the game rolls around. Mm. To be fair, like, and that's the thing. It's, we're a month out from the game. I'm with you, Paul. I'm looking Plenty at it. I, you worked out the calendar. I know. Can you imagine? I was like two months there. around there. No, no way. Like, <laughs> fact is, the Premier League is what we all want as fans. 
I don't think anyone would accuse you of anything other than having a desire for that Premier yeah, exactly. League trophy. Yeah. And Jurgen Klopp, that's what he wants as well. Let's look. And I, how many times did I say, Paul, that at the start of the season, we're set up for Europe, we're still better set up for Europe than the Premier League? Turns out no. No, nowhere near. No. Nowhere near right. No. If we look, if we're able to balance, look, I, if we think, if the management team keeps coming back, if they think they're capable, fine, and they will, they're not, they will not actively, Liverpool will not actively no, but seek the to other knock thing. us out of our, 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 our squad, our second strings, boss. Yeah. You're, we're thinking of a second string as like young kids coming in. It's not. It's your Adam Lallanas. It's your Nathaniel Clans. It's your Alberto Morenos. It's your Simon Minules. It's Matip and Lovren. You know, it's yeah. it's maybe it's Jordan Henderson. Yeah. Maybe it's James Milner. If you're telling me, <laughs> maybe it's Sturridge and Origi yeah. and Solanke. These if, aren't bad players. No, no. Maybe that. Maybe maybe that's it. It's so. I because that's the thing. It, it, the FA Cup isn't too much of a hindrance if you can survive January. But I don't know that we, right now where it's so funny because we've just taken a ninety-six minute game to keep us second. You know, to, well, not to keep us second, but ultimately to keep us that that two points behind to keep us two points behind Man City. It feels like we're blowing out of our arse a little bit at the moment. Is the question there. for you then? Uh, right, there's I can almost envisage uh, envisage a scenario whereby. At the end of the season, legs start to fall off. You maybe pick up an injury. The FA Cup, if you play a second string, could be used to keep legs fit and fresh, and you know, in match fit. Yeah. You know what I mean. Now, there there is an argument to say actually that 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 could be really handy for you come the end of the year because had Adam Lallana had a good cup run. For example, and he comes on in the Champions League final because of it, and he's got a few more minutes in his leg. Does he play a little bit better? Who who knows? Yeah. But you could almost see a scenario where that actually works out pretty well for us. I know what you're saying. I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you're not necessarily done because what we did was we rested in the league, didn't we, to be fresh for the for, for the. Champions but also, league. there's a there's a there's a pressure issue that you've got if you go out to the FA Cup. Is that and how will the squad deal with it? And it, you know, you got one competition to focus on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The pressure is really high now Mm. with Manchester City winning games. If you've got no other outlets for that... That could become a real burden for the squad, or it could fire them onto something I think it even becomes, better. I think it becomes a burden for people who think that silverware is the absolute be all and end all. And I, ugh, 
Liverpool exists to win trophies and silverware. We do. Look, Liverpool are very good. You know, literally, there's a fucking European Cup there. There's a fucking the last league title we won is on the wall behind you, Chris. Um, figuratively. Um, but the. <sighs> we're so far removed from winning the league that being in a title challenge for me, you know, even if it's not. There's no open top bus tour if Liverpool finish second. There's not. And, and nor nor should there be. Nor would we ever dream of there being. And and social media will have an absolute field day with it. But social media can get to fuck. And, and again, pre-team virgins and their banter culture can get in the bin. We all know it's been twenty-eight years. It's about to be twenty-nine years without a league title for Liverpool. And in that time, we have challenged to the point. Realistically, challenged. You can say twice. But I only really count 13-14 because in 13-14 there was a Premier League trophy in Anfield waiting to be presented to us if the worst case thing happened to Man City and you know and the, the mad unlikely thing happened. That's the only Premier League title challenge we've ever put together. I want us to get I want us to do that again. And 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 for me, yes, it might potentially put pressure on because it because of fucking absolute whoppers like Danny Mills and I, I know I didn't see the full interview, so I apologise. I'm gonna say John Toshak because the quotes came out saying that he thinks Klopp needs to win trophies, otherwise he might be considering his future. All those arseholes can get in the bin as far as I'm concerned, because provided Liverpool are competitive, provided Liverpool run the league to the fucking last possible point and it's still possible, then that that Everything the else title will add. The title will come, or it won't. But it won't be your fault that the title has not come. Basically, because you've done everything in your power. And I'm sorry, but an FA Cup does not make up for Liverpool not winning the not winning the league. It is just a, it's a fucking trinket. And I'm sorry, I love the FA Cup. I, the first trophy I ever, no, actually the second trophy I ever saw Liverpool win with my own eyes. The first was the league. But the, the you know. I went, you know, FA Cup fan '92, one of the greatest experiences, earliest major Liverpool experiences. 2001, you know, fantastic day. I've seen us lose it. You know, it's a, it is a, it is bossed in its own way the FA Cup. But look at Arsenal. Look at Arsenal over the last five years. But what, did they win the, three or four FA yeah, Cups? It doesn't matter for now. What, 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 no what was the no point of the FA Cup? They're just fired. At this, at this point, they're great the, to tally up. That's yeah. what they're good for. The tally, the tally up trophies in, at the moment. Like in this point in Liverpool's history, Chris, that all the FA Cup is that it's just a, a year to add to a list of add to a list of years. It doesn't make us a more prestigious football club. It doesn't. The only trophies that Liverpool need Liverpool need to get back in the Europe, to win in European League. Cup, European Cup, European trophies and and the and the league. And um, what, only one European trophy, by the way. Yeah, and look again. I'd have loved. Don't be wrong. I'd have loved the Europa League. Yeah, but really. Nah, I'd but, ra- nah, but I rank. But again, I rank the Europa League above the FA Cup because it's yeah, a, and I think that's right. Because even that is a much, is a right. more. It's not not more historic, but it's more prestigious on the continent, and it, you know it's the kind of thing that attracts players, etc., etc. It's got it's got a greater value to it than the than the FA Cup, and it gets you in the Champions League mm. as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 tough because look, if this was Footy Manager or this was a game. And if it was po- and if it is possible, if it is humanly possible for Liverpool to compete on all three fronts, then fuck it, lads. Let's go and win the treble. Let's do it. I'm not going to say fuck them just out of spite or because I think I think they're shit trophies. It's not the case at all. I, I it's my opinion, and it is my opinion only, is that I feel in my heart of hearts that Liverpool aren't aren't good enough to to put a challenge all the way to the end of the season. 
read Paul Tomkins stuff lately. He's done a lot on this. The Champions League runs cost you points domestically, and just added games. You're always yeah. going to have to have place of focus. We will have Liverpool, and we'll talk about Liverpool are coming up against the best side the Premier League scene. Yeah, and to and to topple them, no distractions. Liverpool, Chris, are going to rotate. We will not see the same side. I would be shocked if the same, even if the same side we played against Everton starts in any of the two games that we've got coming up. There will be at least one player difference, two players different. We will, we are go, we're going to play two Premier League teams this week, and it wouldn't shock me if there were like we saw five or six changes across those two games. That's rotation. We're having to rotate in the fucking league because there are too many league games to put our full strength team out. You then people if you then throw in an FA Cup game on uh, four or five FA Cup games on top of Thankfully, that. Thankfully, though, it doesn't. Yeah, you'd add into your workload t- total, but it's still just two games a week for the most part, and that's that's something that is good, but and sure, that means that you don't. But that, no, 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 but that means that you you're not having to rotate as much. You know, you, the, your players' fitness gets to a point now they get tired there, and that's the difficulty, isn't it? So, yeah, I, I listen. I hundred percent agree with you, Paula. Yeah. You know. We want to beat Manchester City to the league title, then some things are going to need to be dropped in the FA Cup. Unfortunately, it looks like that's the one well, right now. Just listen to Jürgen. Jürgen says last was it two weeks ago. Now he said we're going into this run now. There is no more training. There is no more practicing. There's not even the right amount of recovery days. Exactly. It's literally game recovery, slight t- tactical work, game recovery, and, and, and repeat. And and that's what happens when you play two games two games a week. If Liverpool are capable, every time Liverpool have a week now, and we're gonna, we might see this because of the League Cup, because Man City are still are still obviously in that competition. I I think that will pay pay dividends. I've got I'm all in on Man City having a good run in, in that competition. We've got to just lie, cheat, and steal any marginal advantage we can yeah, we in, 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 in that way along the way. Um, news in brief. Um, Pulisic apparently prefers Liverpool over Chelsea. I saw this from the Evening Standard mm. came out last night. Apparently Chelsea have spoken to Borussia Dortmund. Um, we know from, we spoke about this last week or the, or the week before, that Dortmund have apparently placed a £70 million valuation on, on him, even though his contract expires in 18 months' time. So it seems a lot of money. We said it was a ridiculous amount of money. Chelsea have apparently offered underneath underneath that valuation, which is a sensible thing to do because he's not worth seventy million. It's encouraging that though, isn't it? That if that if that is true, that you know we've we'd, we've already won a, a psychological battle there, if nothing else. Absolutely, and there's reasons for it, isn't there? I think you know, obviously, Pulisic has got a bit of history with with Jurgen anyway. But what it comes down to, and why I think Liverpool will win out on a lot of these. Um, players, if we're competing with teams in the league, maybe other than Manchester City, but even then, we've done that twice in, mm-hmm. in, in I think, Ox as well as Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. I think I'm right in saying, oh no, Ox was Chelsea, wasn't it? And uh, Arsenal offered them a new contract. Arsenal, that might be a bit of a struggle if we're going up against an Arsenal with a, with an MRA in in management. I don't think enough has been said about how good he's been this mm-hmm. season. Um, but Chelsea, for how good they are under Sari. You looked at that as a young player. You know, yeah, they've been brilliant this season. But is he going to be there next season? Is he going to be there after a run of five bad games? Now, he looks good. Yeah. But how many times over the years have we seen Chelsea do well and then the manager go and players fall by the wayside? Think of Willian. Yeah, Two well, years well, ago, he was the crux of that team and well, almost, the, almost the best player in that side. Using he's, a bit as an example, he's a bit part player. Using Willian's example, Mitchie Batchway has just been on loan 
at Borussia Dortmund because he couldn't get in the Chelsea. And he goes to Dortmund and he's class. He was class last season for them. And he's there going to Pulisic. Must be going to Pulisic. Chelsea, shit, mate. You don't want to go there. Your no manager coach, must no stay there garden. for a year and a half and then you're up shit creek. No now, he's young enough that he could actually make something after his career after the back. Mm-hmm. But he'll be looking at the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and seeing what he'll have been treated like at Chelsea as well. He'll be looking at the um, Maratta and the way the fans are and, and, and his struggles at Chelsea. And then you'll be looking at Jurgen Klopp. Looking at the Champions League. And he'll be looking at the Champions League and he'll be looking at the trophies that the teams have won and how long they've existed for, not just 15 years. Um, <laughs> and he'll be throwing to himself, well, Jurgen's going to be there for four, five, six years. He'll take me through my career and he's making every player that's signed for him better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But yeah, I was uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Viglietti Julian asked for our thoughts on the uh, on the Wolves thing earlier, and I, Alex uh, Chisholm said if Pulisic prefers a Liverpool move instead of Chelsea, is this essential business for us to get done in January? Not January. Um, I don't think if Chelsea are bidding for, if Chelsea are bidding for him in January, we've talked about this. I think we're desperately lacking one more one more lad for that front three, or you know, front four. If if we if we go down that way, essentials a funny word, but. Because I think we, you know, we might be okay. But for me, whether it's him or not, if if he if he's going to move in January, to get him in, I'd, I'd be bound. I, I'm January. not sure. I, I think the the word essential. Mm. It, it is a funny. Is word, there anyone right? essential for you in January? I can give you a a general thought on who could be essential. Mm-hmm. Not, not a player name. Yeah. If Aubameyang became available like last season. There's an there's an essential signing, you yeah. know what I mean? A, a fella who's banging them, you know, a guy who's not going to take any time to get in and yeah. score goals. Yeah, that's essential for me if you're in a title fight. Yeah, if we fall away, Pulisic, yeah, why not take him? Yeah. But it's your Robin Van Persie. You know, he signed at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. He's the guy who fires you to the title. Yeah. That is an essential signing for yeah. me. And that and that is something that I don't think Pulisic should be able to do for us right now. It could be wrong. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but. He's got to be able to come in and hit the ground running. And if you spend 30, 40 million on a guy you, you guarantee goals from in a title running, that's an essential signing. Okay, interesting stuff. Um, and Alex asks, what does this mean for Harry Wilson's future at Liverpool next season? We just don't know. You know, We talked about this on the final word, showing how like we're getting the best out of these lads who are having disappointing loan spells. Harry Wilson's having an incredible loan spell at Derby. But you just don't, you know, will he be able to then take the step up we just won't know until we see him play it there's the, here's the thing level. what Harry Wilson's doing can be replicated at the Premier League level just banging it in for yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. not like he's coming up against defenders yeah. he's in five yards of space every yeah. time he's hitting the ball like yeah. I think I don't know what it means for Harry Wilson's future. I don't know what Harry's fu- Harry Wilson's future looks like, mm. but I, I I will be putting a fiver on him having Premier League goal of the season next year. Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Uh, yeah, more on this kind of stuff uh, and more particularly the Pulisic stuff uh, will be on Reds News Roundup this week on the RedmenTV.com. Nice so pronunciation as well. With all of that, um, we've done Everton. We're going to talk about Burnley in a moment. Uh, before we do, though, I was lucky enough to speak to a Liverpool legend, and he is a Liverpool legend, John. Bar- uh, the other week the full interview is out on the redmentv.com really really good really really interesting stuff and um, to whet your appetite here's this and what was it like then for you in that period because you went through that the, the era of Liverpool being the best team in the country and you know you, you changed as a player through that time as well you went from the from the flying winger to more of like a midfield well it wasn't a choice kind of well no when I rubbed my kiddies then I couldn't no, run anymore no, that's what no. I had to do but it it, 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 it doesn't what happen like? it doesn't happen it doesn't happen overnight yeah. I'm not about in terms of looking at the transition because it's not as if we won the league, all of a sudden we're not winning the league and it's like, oh, 
we've gone from there to there. It's a slow process of us thinking we can still challenge because from 92 to 93, yes, we're going to win. It really took a year or two for me to then realise we're not going to be winning the league in, in, in this team that I'm in. Yeah. And that is more of a, of a mindset of the, the team I'm in, the expectations, um, the atmosphere of, yes, we're still Liverpool, so we're a big club, we're a great club, but the demands of the players not from the fans or from the staff, but the demands of players changing to then say, we are putting demands on ourselves to win. We put demands on ourselves to play well and to entertain, and we're going to score five goals. But if we lose, it doesn't, you know. Yeah. So that is when, you know, Liverpool probably went through a bit of a transitional period. Yep, go over to the redmentv.com, get that full interview. You can try it free for the first month. So if you want to get involved, try that again. We've, we have... We've milked that Jürgen Klopp interview for all it's worth, but it's still, what's really interesting about it, if you've not gotten on and you've been like, oh, I don't know whether it's worth it, there was a lot of Klopp stuff around in the summer. It's fascinating now, now that we've seen how we've progressed and how we've set up, he foreshadows so much of our season. In an interview, he talks about defence being so important and you can see how vital the defence has been, etc., etc. But yeah, the, the full Barnes interview as well. Again, we, we went to Rome to speak to Lucas Leiva a, a year ago, which is absolutely phenomenal. A couple of videos there. Loads of great stuff. And again, we are doing a final word, an hour of uh, chat about every Liverpool game. We've got stats and tactics. All the Liverpool news covered, the Liverpool women team, everything. Around the league, if you want more general Premier League and football stuff, podcasts, videos, everything you could possibly ask for is there. So an absolutely astonishingly good time to sign up. And our Christmas special, if you've never heard of our subscriber Christmas specials before, they're, they're a joy to behold. If you enjoy the stuff that we do, there's a lot of like outtakes and, and mad stuff that we do that doesn't make it out into public that makes it into those Christmas specials. So yeah, go and get involved on that. As I say, start your free month, see how you feel, and then it's just £5 a month thereafter. Um, Chris Burnley, um, time, time to rotate? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you know, I, I, you know, at time of recording today, Paul, we're we're a day away from the game. Andy Robertson's still struggling with the dead leg. Sadio Mane didn't train on Monday. Um, there's two already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd already have been thinking. I'll be honest with you. I think Firmino's tired. Yeah. I think Firmino needs a bit of a break. Um, you're looking at Dejan Lovren. Didn't make the bench at the weekend. Don't know what that's about. Haven't heard anything that it's an injury or anything, so I'd expect him to come back in. I'm looking at Naby Keita, thinking, now's your time, mate. Yeah. This is your time to shine. So there's three, four, five players that I'm thinking, now's, we need to get these lads integrated, otherwise we're going to be on our ass. And then you've got James Milner there, who, if he starts, I'm always happy. Yeah, yeah, completely. It's, it's. Uh, I think this week is... And Hendo, sorry, coming back off a ban. Yeah. <laughs> this is squad management week for me. Next week is so important, so very, very important. You've got Napoli and you've got Man United on the on the horizon. We just can't afford to to, to we can't afford any slip ups at any point. That's how finely poised this season is, of course. But you know your Champions League qualification hopes rely on Napoli. We've seen what a good side Napoli are firsthand. You know, <coughs> I, you know we can talk about that away game and say we were we were so close to getting a really important point away from home. But we were shite in that. We were utterly shite in that game. That was one of the worst perform- Liverpool performances I've seen in, in, in Yonks. It fl- a 1-0 flattered us, ultimately, in, in, in that game. So we're going to have to be at our absolute best. It's going to have to be one of those European nights for the ages, potentially. So you need everything full fit and firing for that. And then you've got just the business of playing your most hated rivals on, on the weekend after, when Mourinho's probably going to be doing everything in his power, every dark art known to man, because... He's he, got to keep his job, Paul. Well, yeah, but he's got to keep his job. He's got, I think he's going to keep his job anyway, because they're fucked, aren't they? 
just it was destined to keep him for the full season. So Bring back gigs, gigs, yeah. Um, but he will know, like him doing these little things, like going and sitting in the fans and all that kind of stuff. He's he's he's, he's clinging on by you know tooth and nail, hanging on to that job. If he can engineer something that causes Liverpool to stumble in the title race, that will give Man United fans something. So we've got that that to contend with. Burnley and fucking Bournemouth are just a, an annoyance to our but horrible I want to put away them to games. Bed. I'm, I'm now I'm fed up with this. You know, how many times over the last year have we talked about that Burnley game where we had about 40 shots? Mm. You know what I mean? And how many times have we talked about the collapse of Bournemouth? This is it. We're rewriting those stories now. Yeah. We're rewriting the history books and saying, oh, we're not bothered, we're not defined by those games anymore. Do you remember the time we went to Burnley and scored a last-minute winner, followed by the time that we just went there and snotted them 3-0? Mm. And do you remember the time we just tore Bournemouth apart because Harry, uh, Callum Wilson's pace doesn't fucking doesn't do anything against Joe Gomez anymore? Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't touch wood, you know what I mean? But th- this is what we've got to do now. Yeah. And if you want to win a title, these are the games that you have to win. It's, yeah. that, it's that simple. Yeah. I mean... And we've been talking all season long, Paul, about how this is title winning form. There's no better title winning form than winning in the 96 minute against your derby rivals. Absolutely. And no one even mentioned <laughs> title winning form in that game because yeah. it, they were too, too impassioned. Too mental. Yeah, yeah. too mental. You know what I mean? But we, we can do this. We, we can do it. We've got better squads than them. We've got better players than them. We've got a better manager than them. Yeah. So let's just I, go and do it. I've been, saying, I've been saying this now for weeks. The fact that Man City have got Chelsea at the weekend... That is that like the last great the great white hope of the of the of the Premier League. Apart from us going going to, to the Etihad in the in the new year, you know, they've they've beaten everyone else. Everyone we've looked and gone, oh, this might be a team that, that causes them problems, this might be a team that does them. Liverpool, and this is why again I keep coming down to it. I Liverpool need to kick into gear. Liverpool need to get back to being a scintillating attacking force. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that can be next week, or it can be whatever. Liverpool need to, and I just want to make sure, I just want to actually get the timeline on this so I know exactly that I'm saying this right. So Man City, we we play at 12.30 on Saturday mm-hmm. and Man City play at half five on the Saturday away at Chelsea. We will be, if we beat Burnley and we beat Bournemouth, we will be top of the league and it, and City will need to beat, well, beat or draw with Chelsea to go back to go back above us. I'm sweating just thinking what's going on. Honestly, mate, it's ridiculous, and that's why, and that's why I'm, I'm shitting it over this rotation thing. But we need to rotate. But do you? Because it's all well and good going top if you then go and, and you, if you if you're done and you've blown yourself out, and then you just go and spunk Christmas up the wall because you're not capable of of getting back on the horse again. But that's how finally, boys, is, and that's why this game. I am. Oh, like I, I can't. I don't know how to feel about this. I'm the, the euphoria of the derby's dying down, and I'm all I'm looking at it and thinking, this is this could be our. This is that little crack. This is that moment when you know you're a big Formula One fan and you're in you're in Monaco or whatever, and you know it's just not an overtaking, not an overtaking track at all. And the guy you've been following for the whole race from the from the from the fucking grid. And he just makes a little mistake. Maybe he just doesn't shift right going into a corner. And you're like, this is it. This is that moment where a nip in. And, you know, yes, it's a slog. And yes, you will. And yes, it might only be halfway through the total race. And you have to be perfect. But that might be your one opportunity to 
Great analogy. Yeah. Great analogy. Yeah. And you've just, it's, it's in Eminem said it right. It's, your yeah. one, it's your one shot. And now I feel physically ill. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you know what? The worst thing for me, thinking about these games, is that I'm not going to them. Yeah. Because I feel so much better about the football side when I know that I'm going to be there and singing and supporting it, like, and, yeah. and contributing. It, I feel so helpless. And if I'm helpless got, anyway, really. Please, if anyone's got a space for Burnley, let it tweet us, let us know, please. Because, yeah, I, 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 that's going to be torturous. Absolutely torturous. And the fact that the commentary team are going to have that, you know, there'll be an agenda. And we'll probably, I don't even know if they're televised. They tele- we'll be televised on Saturday because it's the early. We even televised on, uh, on Wednesday. Probably not. It's probably oh fuck. It's Man United, Arsenal, and Spurs, Tottenham. So they'll be they'll be Spurs, Tottenham. Fucking hell. No, Spurs. That's a big game. Spurs, Tottenham. They'll Spurs that one up. The Spurs. They'll Tottenham. lose that one, mate. Yeah, Spurs are definitely losing. That's the that. first game that both teams have ever lost. Spurs, Tottenham, Tottenham hot Spurs are playing Southampton. So yeah, Man United, Arsenal. Ugh. Um. So yeah, we're gonna have to find a fucking shit stream for the Burnley one again, which is just horrible. I hate that. It just makes the enjoy makes the experience not enjoyable. I'm sorry if people were looking for really upy positivity. What I'll say, what what I'll give to you is, is that this is what we're looking for. We want it to be murderous from now until the end of the season. But no, but what, because it means we're doing something right. Yes, it means we're there. Yes, it means that it matters. It's horrible because it we're matters. We're at the stage of the season where we're normally done. We're packing up and planning for next we're year. Normally, we're not now. We're looking at. We're, we're normally looking at going, we're, yeah, we're ready to kick into, kick into top gear. And I remember, th- again, 13 Make a race 14, for fourth, yeah. 13 14, we had that run of fixtures when we played. I think we played like Spurs, City, and another top team. I forget, maybe it might have been maybe it might have been Everton around that time or whatever. Big game, not top and, team. Yeah. And uh, we started to we started to find a, a bit of form, and that's when we started to get, and that's, we ended up being top at, top at Christmas. I and mean, obviously, that didn't work out for us. But, you know, this is, um, this is, we should be excited about this. We should be looking at this. And we don't know, but Man City might well just go and, and, and prove that they are the yeah. quality that they are. But, there should be no more, you know, if you said, if you had to pick teams, yes, I'd rather have these games at home. Two back-to-back home games to really, you know, stick it up cities, you know, for, stick up city from behind, fine. You've- Burnley and Bournemouth are teams that, look, you're dead right, they've both got two fixtures this week. They are who they are. They've both, Burnley have been in horrendous form since September um, and Bournemouth have been really good this season, but also they've lost heavily at times, including to our two biggest rivals in the league. So, if you had to take all emotion out of it, if you, if I wasn't so, if this wasn't such a head fuck, and I wasn't so emotionally clawed into this, on your this, coupon, it's a way win, a way win. Yeah, exactly. Can I give you my biggest fear of this season? I've not ever verbalised this so far this season. Spiders. No, I love spiders. Dogs. I don't like dogs, but I'm not scared of them anymore. No, no, my ma's terrified. My ma's terrified. My biggest fear this season, Paul... HIV. It is now that. (laughs) My second biggest fear this season, Paul, is that not only are Liverpool the only side to have been top at Christmas twice and Mm -hmm. not won the league, but Liverpool become the first side to go an entire season unbeaten and don't win the league. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's okay because City are gonna lose to, at, at, at the pitch, <laughs> and then it won't matter. Because at least they'll be look. Liverpool are not going to go unbeaten for their whole season. But no, it's not going to happen in the league. It's just not. The, the, the odds of that happening are staggering. I'm gonna guess in the top league in English football, it's about one in 125 based on it happening once in about 125 years. 
yeah, the odds I mean, are much higher. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's just yeah, exactly. That's how that's how many times it's happened. The odds of it happening are staggering, absolutely staggering. Which is why about as happens. far out as Leicester winning the league. Well, yeah, probably, probably, possibly, possibly more. To be fair, like, and 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 that's why, as, as much as Man United fans try to t- steal Arsenal's happiness when they talk about the Invincibles thing, they went unbeaten in the league all season. It was an amazing achievement. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd still be bleating on about it. Yeah, I would like, absolutely still be beating on about it. Not if we come second. When the European Cup in 2004, <laughs> when we were 3-0 down, we never shut up about it. Like, um, um, 2005. Yeah, 2004, 2005. The, um, um, if you're going to pick one year, you go with the 2005. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Thanks, Chris. I made a mistake. Brilliant. You've uh, you've saved the you've saved the comment section there, um, but not the algorithm. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it is a fear. Uh, you nearly you nearly had the duck egg. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose game for the algorithm. But let's hope. <laughs> let's hope that. Um, let the City lose some games as well, and then it won't matter. And it can just be a normal. Let this be a normal title race. Just let it be a normal title race when it's possible to lose games of football. Yeah. That'll be lovely. Yeah. I can't. Fa- but if Liverpool are to win the league, it is going to have to after this wait and all the heartbreak along the way. It's, it's going to be easy. It's going to have to be like this, isn't it? Yeah, so, it is. Mate. So, so it is what it is. A um, couple of quick questions uh, before we um, get out. Um, Scott Lewis, thoughts on the Andy Tate Christmas song? It's it's dog shit, um, and any you know long time listeners to the podcast will remember the segment "Get in the Bin." Mm. Yeah, I would retitle that segment for one week and say "Get in landfill." Get in, <laughs> get in the tip. I mean, now, it's it's pretty much as bad as you're getting. I um I've met Andy Tate once. I think um he was at the. Footy tournament we did for Ball Street a, a year or so ago. He's sound. He's a nice fellow. I've got no, I, I, I no ill feeling towards. Not judging him. I'm just listen. I'm judging the song. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. It's forced. Yeah, it's it very is. forced. It's not, it's not a well shot video. It's fine. It's all fine. It's just yeah. It's, kind of, it's shit. It's shit. Um, I, I actually, I've got a tweet from uh, Goldbridge here about it. I, I think this is quite interesting. Say what you like about me, but I don't believe in Jose Outposters, banners, protests, and I certainly don't believe in believe in releasing songs trying to get our manager out. Vote with your feet and they'll go to the games. Do a fan cam, but let's try and stay classy for God's sakes. He's such a reasonable human being, isn't he, Mark Goldbridge? He, he seems it now. I, 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 personally, I've never had a problem with Mark Goberts at all. I think he's a, he's, a, he's been a, a lovely fellow when I've when I've chatted to him. It doesn't tally up with the stuff that I've seen on on, on the internet. Like, but Man United, Man United online culture is so weird, and Arsenal online culture is so weird. And I, th- I wonder if people look at all of our you know the Liverpool stuff. They look at us and they look at the rap and they look at Boss Night and they look at. This is Anfield and the Anfield Index and all those kind of things, and I wonder if they go. This is all a bit. We're we're weird. I much prefer how we all do things to how they all they all do things. Um, Kia Nolan, uh, if you could only bring one of them back to help us win the title this season, would you choose Gerard or Rush? They would be in their top form. Stevie, Ian Rush, because. We need if we. Ian you Rush, want Salah back on there? Well, Ian Rush scores, scores fifty goals in a season for Liverpool. Basically, um, that is exact. If we play this formation, Ian Rush would be the perfect centre forward for a for a four two three one as well. Without a without a doubt in the world. Yes, Gerard. Yeah, he's class. I'm not uh, sure that mate, we, I've got another reason rather than the the, the just so he wins the title redemption. Yeah, good, solid. Yeah, I think that. I think. 
Yeah, and to be fair, the answer's either. But um, yeah, I think for me, that and I think Gerard, look, you, no Liverpool side's ever going to be worse for having a prime Steven Gerrard in it. And you can even choose what that means by prime, prime, prime Steven Gerrard. You know what I mean? Because you can pick like three eras. You can pick three eras of Gerrard there. But the, the correct answer is Istanbul era. Gerrard is 2004 to 2006, when he was just a pluck of the every, best in the world. Every blade of grass on, on the pitch at all times. Um, but, you know what, would you take? Would you rather have 0405 Gerard or 0809 Gerard for this team? 0405. Interesting. Because now when I thought about it, I thought having that player who can play in like a 10 and burst into the box means that you could put you could go back to having your front three. For me, you know, as a centre as a centre forward in a four two three one. And have Gerard support be very, I just very I just think we're massively missing a box to box midfielder at the moment. I think we've got it. And I, yeah, I think yeah, we'll maybe see, we do. I think we'll see Nabby. I think it'll be Nabby. But right now there's yeah. no evidence of it, true. is there? That's true, the true, true enough. Um brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Thanks everyone for the for the questions. We did have one from Ryan, uh, Philip Ryan as well. Who, oh, as you said, how about Sturridge and Shakiri to start up front against Burnley? Um with Fabinho's defensive with Cater and Genie just ahead of him. Going with some version of the back discuss. You're welcome. We won't, but you are welcome. Thank you very much. Um we're doing a QA with your questions. It's coming up on the RedmenTV.com. And we have to answer them, not like that one. Not like that one, Soz Ryan. Um Questions coming from our, from the, the, the regular Paul James. His name's Philip. If we could speak... His name was Philip. Whatever. Um, we could speak any every language in the world or speak to animals, <laughs> what would we choose? Um, Going to pick a Liverpool, a current Liverpool 11, but players not in their natural positions. Uh, what things the footballers do that baffle or confuse us. Uh, it's a, a, something on rule infringements. Taking dropping out of Europe, which we've just already really covered in this podcast in depth and detail, uh, and how would you, uh, how what would you pay for the feeling you got when a Rigi scored, so that you could feel it whenever you wanted? Go over to redmentv.com, sign up, get your free month, get that, and of course the John Barnes interview, and of course all the other incredible content that we do there, and have a very merry festive period on the redmentv.com. Yeah, merry Walk Christmas, Evan. Even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.